BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. going to headline the Super Bowl halftime show, so we'll have that breaking news for you in uh, moments. Oh, did I tune into a rerun from 1998? Who cares? You don't care about the musical act for the Super Bowl? No, no. All right. I could not care less. It's Rihanna. <sighs> okay. Well, gosh, finally, a chance to watch some Softcore porn and pop music at the same time. In the middle of a football game. Hooray! Rihanna. Fabulous songstress. Great. Super. Got an election six weeks from tomorrow. There's lots of things getting voted on in November, including a governor's race in Georgia. We need to stop saying the election is in six weeks. Right. There's got to be a new term. The election deadline? Yeah, you're right. You're the absolutely final right. day of voting? Yeah, we talked about this a lot with Lon Hee Chan on uh, Friday. Yeah, voting started, and Sarah Westwood also brought it up. Voting started on Friday in some parts of the country. So, yeah, you're, you're, okay, Boomer. People like me still referring to Election Day as like that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Stacey Abrams of Georgia, she narrowly lost to uh, Brian Kemp, the gubernatorial race last time around. She claimed the election was stolen, uh, which you're allowed to do on the left. Without um, evidence? Right. And in spite of that loss, it was a narrow one. 
uh, in a formerly fairly red state. So she has been cited a thousand times as one of the great rising stars of Democratic politics. After she lost that election, she became an uber activist trying to get people registered to vote and pushing very hard for the sort of loosening of ballot security that people like me despise uh, because it lowers faith in elections. Uh, She is for... Uh, registering a lot of people, which is absolutely, you know, fair and, and fine. Uh, but also, you know, mail-in ballots, ballot harvesting, that's that sort of thing. <clears throat> so she has been, uh, you know, lauded as a great leader of the future on the left. Well, she was given a speech uh, the other day in Atlanta and said this. Michael, do you have that uh, 39? There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body away from her. So, in case you couldn't hear that clearly... Uh, there is no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. Talk about a conspiracy story. Is she suggesting that, like, somebody came up with this idea... In, in an effort to continue the patriarchy, <laughs> I mean, who was in on it? The doctors, the ultrasound people, the um, Charlie C.W. Cook of the National Review said, finally, someone's willing to take on big ultrasound and expose their game that they've been foisting on us parents for all these years when we'd go in there in the little room and listen to the heartbeat and get all excited. It was all a scam just to continue the patriarchy. Right, right. U.S. Senator Dr. George, uh, Roger Marshall, rather, who is an OBGYN, characterized the fetal heartbeat comments, quote, as factually incorrect. There's no man behind the curtain. Babies have a real heartbeat at six weeks. So I don't remember, I don't remember at what point we went in and heard the heartbeat. So it was around six weeks? Um, probably. Yeah. Now, I'll give you the response from the left, which is, uh, Stacey Abrams has already stated her support, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, Oh, where is it? I skipped over. It would be more accurate to say that uh, you're hearing flashing electrical impulses originating from a mass of cells that may one day develop into a beating heart. So what they're claiming is, and this is technically accurate, is the electrical impulse of the heartbeat is formed and it's working. But you don't actually have your atria and ventricles uh, contracting and pushing heart, uh, pushing your blood around. Right. I've heard this argument and I don't understand the distinction really. Yeah. I'd say at the, at the point the heart is getting ready to do that and you hear the sound of a regular heart what do you want to call it if it's not a heartbeat a heart impulse yeah and what difference does it make it's the same it's the same argument right something is alive in there look you can hear it right it's not like the parent is saying uh you hear that that's the sound of the atria constricting contracting and forcing the blood through the arterial system and blah 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 no the heart is beginning to function I mean, the very essence of humanity, from song, story, and poem, the heartbeat. You know, it could be said, Jack, that the heartbeat is the heartbeat of a human being. So, anyway, nice job, Stacy. Again, that quote, which is just rich. 
There's no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take control of a woman's body. Well, the other odd aspect of this debate tactic that she went with is uh, at some point she, uh, when she was questioned further about this, she talked about how uh, experts, all experts say it's, more, it's closer to 10 weeks before there's anything you could actually refer to as a heartbeat. Okay, did you just give away the game then? So that at 10 weeks there's a heartbeat and it's a heart and so it's kind of a person? And it's a full-on indisputable heartbeat at 10 weeks? Is that what you just said? So that's kind of a confusing tactic she's going with. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the, the just repugnant to any parent. Does she have kids? I do not know that. Somebody look that up, would you? Figure it out. Um, the the just I, I, my vocabulary is failing me. The loathsome idea that the excitement parents hear, uh, the excitement they feel rather when they hear that electrical impulse that is a proto heartbeat, um, is their excitement is finally a man can control this woman's body now. That's obscene. That's abhorrent hideous um and i'm yeah and i'm surprised that uh well i don't know how it's playing but i don't think there's a lot of people of any political stripe that like the idea of oh remember that like precious moment in your life where you heard the heartbeat that was a ruse you fell for it (laughs) nobody wants to hear that that was just the electrical impulse so when you you cried and held your wife because there was a miracle growing inside her well that was because you knew that was the moment you could control a woman's body have we nailed down if she has any kids or not? Anybody? Uh, it doesn't look like she does. No, it doesn't look like it. I was just kind of perusing. Uh, so she is childless. She's the second of six kids, but it doesn't look like she has any kids. That yeah, I, I got to admit, that sounds like the sort of thing a childless person would say. Yes. It's just so incredibly insensitive. And yeah, If I may continue to abuse my thesaurus. Yeah. N- n- no, nobody who's had the, who's been through that experience wants somebody to... To set them down and say, you know, it's actually more of an electromagnetic pulse indicating a heart will someday be there, but it's not technically. What are you talking about? And for what reason? Well, nice try, sweetheart. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's got to be in every ad, you know. Well, and then the 10-week thing. I I think, you know, I and, and others buried the lead. I hadn't heard that quote. I mean, because that's that's giving away the game, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to make the argument that 12 weeks or 15 weeks or whatever is just awful, but you're uh, you're saying it's a heartbeat at 10, all right? Yeah, it complicate complicates things. Yeah, yeah. No, boy, if it were not for, and this is the way politics goes. I mean, so you just have to deal with it. But if not for the ability to constantly shove Trump into a headline and the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade, what would the midterm you know, polls look like right now? And so, well, that's, that's the thing about politics. Stuff happens. And with six weeks until the election deadline, we haven't come up with a term yet, a whole lot more stuff's going to happen. Yeah, I want to get to this article I came across. It was an opinion piece in the New York Times over the weekend. The inside joke that became Trump's big lie. That sounds like it's a Trump thing, but it's not really a Trump thing. Um, It's just about what a joke politics has become and how we should all be angry about it. And some of the examples are fantastic. We'll get to that later this hour. Uh, 
because I, I it, it really struck a note with me. So there can be no more important discussion, Jack. Is that true? That's my ringing endorsement. <laughs> okay, did I mention Rihanna is the halftime show at the Super Bowl? Oh, You're Lord. Just... Hey, I'm checking the markets because I'm a serious man and not a child. You're gonna give me. You're gonna give me. You're gonna give me one day hourly market updates and make some sort of prediction about the economy off of it. No. What? What are you? Don't put predictions in my mouth. I'm just curious. After last week's just absolute. Mm. Poop that the market took. Um, the whole yeah, year mixed. The whole hold and steady and mixed. The whole year has been a number two. Yeah, it's one yeah, it big has. market number two all around the world. By the way, as everybody's starting to just like fully embrace the fact that inflation is everywhere and going to be here a while. Yay! <sighs> <laughs> well, and now we're into that that weird thing. With if you follow the market, you're familiar with this. But for instance, in England, Jack's been mentioning how the the pound is at an all time low against the dollar. That just people are selling off pounds because they're afraid of the English economy. Why? Well, because the British government has announced a tax cut, so everybody's afraid that tax cut will stimulate the economy. Well, wait a minute. Markets love when you stimulate, it. but they're afraid the stimulating the economy will cause the central bank to come down even harder with higher interest rates. And so it would be good news if the economy sucked. Because that would mean... Oh, Lord. All right, stop it. You give me whiplash. Maybe you want to hire good people in these turbulent times? Got an example from a woke corporation of what you need to offer people when they come to your workplace. See if you can match this. It's going to be a little tough. That and other things on the way. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, stay tuned. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Buy the dip! Buy the dip! <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Nobody has any idea what he was talking about there. That was Biden addressing a whole bunch of teachers in an event, and he, he, had dropped, he dropped this kind of in the middle. Of, he, he spotted somebody he knows and said hello to him and said this. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Nobody's exactly sure what he was talking about. Kind of a weird thing to say. And you were dating? Or... <laughs> He's gonzo. <laughs> anyway, wow. So I'm a. I like the free market, and I'm all for businesses trying all kinds of different things. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, you get punished by reality, and you go away. And I think that's going to happen with this corporation. But um, this is what you got to compete against if you're going to try to be a woke corporation right now. This company is called Chana C H A N I. And they put out their um, little uh, the, the thing about uh, hiring over the weekend. We're a queer, feminist-led tech and media company on a mission to make astrology and its wisdom accessible to everyone as a tool for self-discovery, mindfulness, and healing. Kind of a wacky business idea to start with. A queer, feminist-led tech and media company. I, I don't care about that, but this part. On a mission to make astrology and its wisdom accessible to everyone. Okay, fine. Wow, but, finally. Listen to this. We also offer great benefits and perks for employees. 
No one is paid less than $80,000 before benefits. Hashtag living wages for all. Okay. Okay. I hope you can generate the revenue to pull that off. Fully covered health, dental, and vision insurance. 401k with 5% match. That's kind of standard. Four months paid parental leave. Four months. It's a long time. Unlimited vacation plus a vacation stipend. So as much vacation as you want to take, and we'll give you extra money for it. Wow. Gender-based violence paid and protected leave. Yes, finally. No idea what that is. Say that again. Gender-based violence paid and protected leave. Unlimited menstrual leave for people with uteruses. Finally. People with uteruses. Well, what's unlimited menstrual leave? And how does that when you different, ha- differ from unlimited vacation? Is that when you have your period? You can take as many days off as you want? If you have say, a uterus? Say more than five or so. It'd be stretching it. An annual tech stipend. I like it when they just buried normal things in between a bunch of phrases nobody's ever heard before. A personal and professional growth stipend. Yes. <laughs> I need that. Here I am stagnant for years. <laughs> Because I've had no stipend. I was trying to become a better person or a you know, more efficient worker, but eh, there's no stipend. It's called, wow, you know, that may be my favorite one. I don't know. This one's pretty good. Well, just because that used to be called you made yourself valuable so you get a raise, you get more money, you get promoted. Like my T-shirt my son wears, it says, am I perfect? No. But am I trying to become a better person? Also, no. <laughs> Uh, the final one here I love. A stipend, to, <laughs> a stipend to help you build wealth. Isn't that kind of the whole work thing? <laughs> we used to call that pay. <laughs> a stipend to help you build wealth. And then it says, the bottom, folks who are queer, trans, non-binary, black, indigenous, people of color, disabled parents, and or have been system impacted are immigrants and anyone who has experienced systemic oppression and or gender-based violence are encouraged to apply wow so if i'm like a a gay fella or or probably just not anything but a white dude i would i would absolutely go uh jussie smollett and hire a couple of my big friends hey slap me around a little bit would you um and then i'm gonna go to apply while i still have the bruises yes they, they beat me down because i'm whatever i am I mean, they'd have to hire you, right? Guaranteed $80,000 a year, unlimited vacation, and menstrual leave if you have a uterus. And then a stipend to help you build wealth, which is nice with any job. Sure, sure. What if I tell them I have a uterus? Are they going to, like, go looking for it to to prove it or no? I don't think anybody's going to do that. Hmm. Be like that, uh, the the giant breasted teacher in Canada, who it turns out may be an anti-woke hero who's beclowning the system to illustrate how ridiculous it is. I need a personal growth stipend so I can learn to play the piano or something. <laughs> stipend to accumulate wealth. That's what pay is. <laughs> I know, that's my favorite one. Um, is politics a joke? Are they playing a joke on us, both parties? Uh, that was one argument in the New York Times over the weekend that I found pretty interesting. That on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This Letitia James civil suit in New York, it does have a partisan stench because she did run for office vowing to go after Donald Trump. And she's out there accusing him of crimes that she can't prosecute after the Manhattan DA declined to bring criminal charges. The Justice Department probe is back on track after an appeal as well. The special master is giving the Trump team a hard time. And it seems to me that even Republican senators are saying he can't just mentally declassify documents. But if there's one silver lining here for Donald Trump, it is this. Uh, the more that he is pursued and persecuted his word, uh, Republicans uh, feel that he's under attack by his political enemies, and he still has a virtual lock on the nomination. That's Howard Kurtz, who was with Washington Post for many, many years and is now with Fox, saying Donald Trump has a virtual lock on the nomination, which statistically I think is just true. So there's that. Um, we played this clip a little bit ago with Joe Biden, and it was confusing on Friday and got a little traction in social media. Somebody explained it, uh, which might be correct. Go ahead. We go back a long way. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway. So somebody texted that because people were a little bothered because, you know, he's got a habit of sniffing people's hair and swimming naked. We're around female Secret Service agents and stuff like that. But 
Uh, I actually think Biden was trying to be kind. He didn't want to say the lady was as ancient as he is. So it was a, you know, we've known each other for a long time. Ah, right. Yeah, so I that could be what he was trying to do. Yeah, he was trying to be gentlemanly. Yeah. Bingo. I mean, there's no need for anybody to bring out their apology chain or anything like that. <laughs> no, so don't no, no, bang no. your razor on the curb to bend <laughs> it and get rusty. Race, you'd bang them on the curb. Right, right. Right. No, no, I have no idea what you yeah, mean. No, uh, no yeah. reason to pull a straight razor and try to get them a cut that then gets infected because your razor is rusty. Yeah. A jagged wound. And that's, yeah. that, those days you used to remember the straight razor, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel, get them rusty. <laughs> no, no, because I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> that, that never fails to entertain me. The rain barrel. <laughs> <laughs> what, what century is this? Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. This is not funny. They're calling it a joke, but it's not funny. I thought this was thought-provoking. An opinion piece in the New York Times by someone named Carlos Lozada, who I don't even really know. I haven't really read his thing before. And he starts off talking about Trump's big lie, which it's the New York Times, so they got to, you know do that sort of thing. But he broadens it out a little bit, and I thought it was pretty interesting, just about the idea, well, I'll just read, the idea that American politics is, in essence, a joke. And it's being treated as if we can treat politics as a joke without consequence, and goes through a couple of examples. And he started with the big lie. Um, uh, Trump going around saying that stuff. But you can apply this to both parties and lots of politicians. We could try to give examples if we want, but it happens all the time. When politicians publicly defend positions that they privately reject, they're telling the joke. When they give up on the challenge of governing the country for the rush of triggering the enemy, they're telling the joke. When they intone that they must address the very fears that they've encouraged or manufactured among their constituents, they're telling the joke. good example on that would be... Um, uh, Trump saying the election was stolen by Venezuelans or Joe Biden saying this is Jim Crow on steroids and trying to take away your right to vote, you know, or uh, the the Supreme Court decision is going to lead to ending gay marriage. Sure. And, yeah. you know, you're treating politics as a joke. You're saying things you don't believe at all. But it whips people up. And you just think you can get away with this joke. When they're off-the-record smirks signal that they don't really mean what they just said or did, they're telling the joke. And as these lies or jokes spread deeper into unreality, um, the joke has much to answer for as people get more and more riled up and, and start to believe it. And he points out several books. Why We Did It, a book I've talked about from a Republican operative about why he went along with a lot of the Trump stuff. And then you got on the other side, there is Mark Leibovich out with another book. Thank you for your servitude, which points out a lot more of this sort of thing on both sides of politicians just regularly saying things they don't believe. They even kind of make it somewhat clear that they don't believe them. But it's all just kind of treating politics as a joke. We can go as far as we want with making uh, statements about uh, racism or gender bias or whatever it is you want to say everything will be fine though country will con- just keep on keeping on yeah yeah you know there's always been cynicism and dishonesty in politics sure, of obviously <clears throat> but i think it it's a question of you know to what extent it's infiltrated the conversation if it's around the edges 
or how do you quantify it? I don't know. 20% of it's bull ass and the 80% is about governing the country and actually honestly discussing ideas. Okay, we can live with that, but I think it's become 80-20 in the other direction. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I love that point they make about, because these people are smart, they're lawyerly, they're generally pretty verbal. They figure out ways to whip up the contributors or the base, but signal to each other that I'm not serious with this stuff. Right. Yeah, well, that's what that um, that first book I mentioned, why we did it. That I, I listened to a, a long podcast with that author, and he said that's exactly what we're doing. He said we get together and drink in D.C. at the bars, um, and the, the the guy he's sending out all these just harsh tweets as a Republican operative, hanging out with his Democrat friends who send out these harsh tweets as a Democrat, and they just joke about it. It's just all a game, and it it seems like they they feel like. Either everybody gets the joke and we're just being, I don't know, over the top. Or the percentage of people who take it seriously and could be moved to violence are small enough you don't have to worry about it. I don't know what they're thinking, but they don't mean it. They all know amongst themselves they don't actually mean this stuff. I don't actually think you're a racist. I don't actually think you're a fascist. But I tweeted it at you all day long and you tweeted it at me all day long. Ha ha, I'll buy the next round. Right. Yeah. I'm reminded of the line from Mark Leibovich's first book, or uh, might not have been his first, but it was his first on this topic called This Town, in which they talk about the Republican and Democratic operatives who get on the, the, the cable news show and scream at each other. Then they go backstage and laugh. And uh, one of them explained to Leibovich, yeah, yeah we're, we're laughing at the joke. People don't get the joke. What's the joke? And he finally admits the joke is that we're patriots. And that's why we're on there arguing. We're not at all. And, you know, I'm reminded, often when we use the term cynical, we're picturing somebody who's, like, bitter about it or angry or just, like, sick and tired of how phony everything is. I'm cynical. But the true cynic is the person who feels no emotion about it whatsoever. It's kind of a nihilistic point of view, uh, and that's the sort of uh, person you're talking about that tweets horrible things that whip people up and make them hate their country or think their country is dying or they want to take to the streets and kill people. But those people feel no emotion whatsoever over it. They're just it's it's no more a big deal to them than, you know, provoking a dog to bark. They're truly, deeply cynical. Yeah, these people, and I've, I've uh, listened to podcasts, read segments from them talking about it. it is, it's interesting. It's, they, they'll, they'll meet at the bar or run into each other at an event or whatever. You know, well, you got me that time. Huh? That was a good one about the whole how we're all racist. Got me that time. I'll get you next time. Ha, ha, ha. To them, it is just, it is a joke like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But what it's led to is 85% of Americans thinking we're on the wrong track. And... You know, actual violence or threats of violence, it's just, it ain't it ain't going to work out the way they think it's going to work out. Well, in, in one view of the universe, the devil doesn't actually do much uh, himself. He just whispers in your ear what he wants done. And I'll tell you who the devil is right after this. Well, that's a hell of a tease. I will identify Satan on Earth so you can take whatever action you see fit. Right after this commercial. I kid. <laughs> I kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> It is a word from our friends. Speaking of cynical. (laughs) (laughs) Simply save home security. Oh, my gosh. Old school home security companies. 
They set you up with outdated technology. They overcharge you for service. They lock you into binding multi-year contracts. I hated it. And like so many people, Judy and I ended up not using our system before we had Simply Safe because it's just it's just too much of a pain in the butt. Simply Safe Home Security, you're gonna use. It's great. Simply Safe cannot keep the devil out of your home. Uh, but all kinds of other threats, 24-7 professional monitoring with their agents right there. The moment a threat is detected, they'll give you a call. They'll dispatch police or first responders. or You know, it depends on the emergency, obviously. Um, and even if you're not home and can't be reached, Simply Safe blankets your home and protection for about a dollar a day. That's absolutely amazing. Yep, advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside. Just super smart. It's great. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Uh, just takes a few minutes. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. And for the fourth time today, for some reason, I think a lot of this comes down to those small donations, the the way the, yeah. the, the electoral laws have changed, we thought it would be a good idea to get big money out of it, but all the people you can whip up for the small donations is what's driving this this train, I think. Well, and the insidious thing, I think Satan whispering in the ears was when social media um, discovered what they have discovered, which is that engagement spurs, in the one case, for social media itself, uh, longer engagement, uh, longer uh, time on seeing more ads, therefore more money. And the way to spur that longer engagement is to provoke anger. Outrage is way better than anything. You thought cat videos were powerful in the earlier days of the Internet. No, it's all about provoking outrage and anger. Thanks, Um, Twitter. Well, and the politicians who make ample use of social media to accomplish some of the same things, but mostly to raise money, they've discovered, you know what, by God, they're right. Anger is the way to go. Provoke constant anger, no matter how cynically or, or irresponsibly. And so, does the, does the beast evolve and recognize that we're being manipulated in that way? Do we get smarter about our politics? I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of skeptical that's going to happen. I don't think this conversation will reach nearly enough people uh, to help them understand that they're being manipulated. Satan is whispering in their ear. Uh, what's uh, Iago? Is that it? Is whispering in Othello's ear, telling him that Desdemona is cheating on him. That's what social media is, and that's what social media politics is. Well, even if the populace could wake up to it, it might not happen in time before the nation is dissolved. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a good point. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting though. So the latest trend in in the work here. Can I do the second sure. take two, Michael? Sure, can exactly. I have a second take? Do we have enough tape? Yeah, okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> the hottest trend in HR may be the worst idea you've ever heard. That was good. That was way better than the first. I mean, the first it was incoherent. It was Biden-esque. Bad ahead of Kefcare. Not as good as the tease is, I'll tell you who the devil is. Mm. That was pretty good. Well, it's Mark Zuckerberg, as usual. <laughs> it's Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it ends up being Mark Zuckerberg. Always. <laughs> Just kind of a spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, more on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is there something worse than fentanyl on the street now? We should talk about that. Also, I mean, that's a heck of a statement. Hang on. Hang on. on. Wait a minute. Joe says, hang on. Wait a minute. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm a tad late to the studio. Uh, Worse than fentanyl? Stop it. Yeah, I know. I like this one, too. My My iPhone 14 fell off my motorcycle and told my family I had crashed. Because it's got that new technology that lets you know when you've been in a car wreck or something like that. So I saw a guy lay down his bike over the weekend. He was okay, but Ooh. yeah, it was a low speed thing. But uh, uh, yeah, right in the middle of an intersection, I was just praying everybody would see it and slow down and end up fine. But you know, you know where I was at the time. It's a it's a charming tale. You'll enjoy it. It's very short. Uh, Judy and I were uh, looking for lunch, and we decided let's go to a locally owned. Hole in the wall diner. There you go. I like uh, the diner. We were in a, t- a town not our own, and uh, it was fantastic. What'd you the get? The food was great. Patty melt. There you go. That's a that's a classic diner sort of thing. A BLT would be good, or a club sandwich at a diner, probably. Best patty melt I've ever had in my life. It was spectacular. But uh, yeah, support local businesses. Anyway, where was I? Oh, you were saying something. Fentanyl was going to kill me, or something worse than fentanyl. I 14 fell off my motorcycle oh. and told my family I crashed. That's it. 
Uh, a couple of things. Number one, uh, do we have time for this? Barely. Um, you remember the ridiculously giant breasted, apparently transsexual Canadian uh, school teacher who was par- parading what seemed to be a bizarre pornographic fantasy version of transsexuality in front of the kids. Turns out guy might be an anti-woke hero. He's a shop teacher who'd been in constant trouble for so-called toxic masculinity, and he rejects woke culture, and he, he mentions to his kids during class that gender-neutral bathrooms are silly and all this queer theory stuff is wrong, and the school board hates him, and they're thinking he decided to up the ante to exploit the very clown world the school and the school district and Canadian society have created. Um, his He's going to say, oh, yeah, let, let's see how far you can take it persecute me now i'm going to claim to be the things you say are protected let's see how far you're willing to take yeah, it. i'll bet you 100 bucks that's accurate i wonder if tucker will have the update on that because tucker carlson's been huge on this story for the last week so he is trolling the woke it would appear now i i this has the ring of truth i'm not 100 percent certain it's true but if that's true that explains a lot of things and the guy is just so great now, do we need giant boobs with clearly visible nipples in front of uh, whatever middle school or high school kids uh, in shop class? Probably not. But anyway, uh, as that story develops, we'll bring you updates. Came across this over the weekend. The new super hot catchphrase. There are books, seminars about it. As everybody's slowly but surely going back to the office, the catchphrase is bring your whole self to work. All right. I'm, I've lived too many, I've got too many miles on my odometer to enjoy a new catchphrase. <laughs> oh, the, the exhausted look on his face was just oh, priceless. So bring folks. my full self to work? Right, your whole self. Bring my whole self to work. Uh, this is uh, by a gal named Pamela Paul. She writes, uh, you may be unaware of the prevailing whole self fashion. Perhaps you managed to skip that HR module or you work at a small outfit, one un- unencumbered by systems, strategies, and sweeping philosophies. So what exactly does it even mean? According to Ted Talker and corporate consultant Mike Robbins, author of a book called, that's right, Bring Your Whole Self to Work, it means being able to fully show up. And, quote, allow ourselves to be truly seen in the workplace. I'm always amazed when these things are a book. And then you get, uh, as the author, you end up on a bunch of different shows and podcasts talking about it. But how, who reads these? How do you have a whole book about that? I feel like I've taken in the entire thing and, like, the title. Oh, wait a minute. There is there is more. And tell me, does this not seem like the worst thing you've ever heard in your life, especially if you are at all an introvert? Uh, let's see. Bringing the whole self is a certified buzz phrase at Google. Encouraged at Experian, an entire issue of the Harvard Business Review has been devoted to the subject. Uh, you don't keep your head down and do your job. Instead, you bring your whole self to work. Personality flaws, vulnerabilities, idiosyncratic mantras and all. Uh, the authentic self is another word that people use. That means at work, acknowledge your personality, the quirky bits. Bring your interests, your hopes, your dreams, your fears with you and tell everyone about that what about them even if they don't aren't relevant to your work i don't i mean you know maybe there's some advantage for me doing that but i don't want everybody out there in the newsroom to bring me their vulnerabilities and quirks (laughs) 
In recent years, the whole self-movement has gained momentum in part because it dovetails with fortified corporate diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. Both purport to make employees feel comfortable expressing aspects of their identity in the workplace, even when irrelevant to the work in hand. And in what context do you do that? I'm afraid of heights. I just wanted to stand up here in the cubicle and tell everybody. Well, this gal who hates this... God bless her. Uh, it kind of illustrates the answer to that question. Um, the problem is, for many people, it's no, it's not more comfortable dragging the whole kit and caboodle into the workplace, nor is it necessarily produ- productive. Not everyone wants their romantic life, their politics, their values, or their identity viewed by their colleagues as pertinent to their performance. For some people, a private life is actually best when it's private. All right. Bring your whole self to work. And tell everybody about it all the time. I'm sure. When are you supposed to do uh, your job, your job? Uh, oh, it exhausts me the very idea of it. If you ever miss an hour of the show, you can get it the podcast. Uh, just search for Armstrong and Getty on demand. A lot of good stuff coming up in hour four. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.